welcome back to It's All Downhill From Here with your hosts Amy and Grace, a show for all your trivial needs where we discuss our views and opinions and encourage you to share yours. If you wish to share your thoughts with us, you can find us on Instagram and TikTok at IADHFHpodcast or you can email us at IADHFHpodcast at outlook.com. Today's topic, we're going to be talking about friendships. But before we get into that, don't forget to follow us on Spotify and leave a review. Just a quick note, guys, we are trying to get ourselves on Apple Podcasts and um, it's not going so well at the minute. (laughs) (laughs) But we'll keep you updated. Yeah, so if we do manage to get ourselves up before this episode goes live, we'll let you know. Yeah, so getting straight into it, um, I've been taking off intro duties following last week's disaster. No, you took yourself off. I had a full-on malfunction during that. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, wait, what am I doing? (laughs) I don't want the people thinking that I've been harsh and I'm cracking the whip, like, get off. You took yourself off. I did take myself off, but you've listened to last week's. And I think it's a fair decision that until I can read properly, we must keep me this off of intro This is really duty. good juice. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, we are going to do this episode in a slightly different order because, like we said last week, the answers to the question that we read out, which was, um, what is your perfect relationship? It does fit into this week's episode of Friendships. Mm-hmm. Um, so we got quite a few responses last week which was amazing um I think we're still baffled that people are actually listening to us um to be fair it's really good and we really appreciate it um but the kind of gist of the answers was the most important things people found in relationships were humor honesty communication and quote fun times so I think that will fit quite nicely into our episode of friendships. But what I'm going to ask you to do, because I, your door's open right now and I keep looking down your dark stairway. Do you want me to close the door? Yeah. <laughs> Someone's going to run up and try You and were me. the last person in. You're the adult. <gasps> it's your house. Thanks. Technically, <laughs> it's not my house. I'm just Olivia. You're the main tenant. Pay a lot of money. But anyway... Um, so friendships, um, we kind of write our episodes down in segments and we put different questions for each segment. So our first kind of question is very similar to last week, but what a good friendship looks like to us. So I think this fits quite nicely in from last week and the answers we got, because all of those things that people put for perfect relationships, I think, fit quite heavily into friendships as well. Mm-hmm. So what would you describe your perfect friendship as then? And you can't say me, because I know it's me, but you can't say me. I mean, I wasn't going to say that. You were. I wasn't. You definitely were. <laughs> <laughs> I think... You were going to say it, right? <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, I think to me, it's just feeling like I can comfortably be myself without kind of fear that I'm going to get like targeted for insecurities and stuff Mm because you know some friendships they're not really a proper friendship because the person will always be like yeah but why have you done that but for example um both you and Debbie have said to me if anybody else had done that I would have completely freaked out like Debbie doesn't like germs like she's not a germaphobe but for example she wouldn't like somebody sharing her drink Mm -hmm. but if I try something that I don't like 
and I pull that face because apparently I am still a child who pulls that <laughs> face. You know that I don't like her face. Um, do you not like it? No. <laughs> um, she'll just kind of take it off me and finish it. But if okay. anybody else had done that who wasn't her child, mm-hmm. then you know, yeah, no, thank you. Um, or like when I when I make weird noises into the headset, <laughs> and you're like, anybody else does that infuriates me. But because it's you, yeah. <laughs> but I just I think it's somebody that I am completely comfortable and I feel safe around mm-hmm. like you wouldn't ever try and kind of peer pressure me into doing something I didn't want to do no because we've all had those friendships where your friends are like why don't you do this why don't you have one more drink whereas you're more like do you want another drink are you sure you want another drink and I'm <laughs> like no <laughs> no I don't not right now no okay well don't get one right now but you know I think for me that's the most important thing mm-hmm what about you? Uh, yeah, I would agree. I think because I tend to be the oldest friend. Because you're ancient. Yeah, I'm not ancient. <laughs> I tend <laughs> to be the oldest friend. It's kind of difficult for me because I'll take on that mum role. So whereas you can't, it sounds to you, because obviously me and Debbie are older than you. Mm. It sounds to you that you like someone that protects you, essentially. You like feel safe. Yeah. Whereas I'm more the sort of person that's like, I like someone that feels comforted with me protecting them. Does that make sense? It's like we fit perfectly into the jigsaw of life. (laughs) Yeah, but then equally, I suppose my only other older friend would be... David. (laughs) (laughs) What was that? David. (laughs) David. (laughs) Penny told me that I've got to get it in, so I'm getting it in. Okay, so basically your your best friend ever in the entire world. My ancient friend is David. (laughs) If you're listening, David, you're old. He's 25. He's not 25. Is he not? He's 27. Ew, disgusting. (laughs) I thought he was like 25. No, so my, my oldest, and obviously we've got Charlotte, but I would never insult Charlotte because Charlotte is... She is a gem. Charlotte is life. You know? You know you just Although, look at someone. Debbie's older than you. She'll be your mum friend. True, but I've not met Debbie yet. Siobhan's older than me and I'm the mum friend. Yeah, but you'll meet Debbie and it'll be... It's like this weird experience because you meet her and she's honestly one of the prettiest people I've ever met. Mm, like, she, does, she can pretty. be having... the Like, when she was... I'm sorry, Debbie, if you don't mind me saying... I'll ask before this episode airs, but it's going to get aired anyway. Um, she will be coming on this podcast, fun fact. Um, but when she was pregnant, she had, when I would go around to kind of not look after her, but give her company, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> she would like dry heave. <laughs> <laughs> and Sorry. for me, I have the worst kind of gag reflex. And if somebody's doing that near me, I'm instantly like, ugh. Mm-hmm. Um, but she still somehow looked absolutely gorgeous. Like, hair's messy as anything. And she's just, like, the worst feeling she's ever felt in her life. And she still looks pretty. That doesn't surprise me. She's gorgeous. Gorgeous. Um, but she has this kind of weird effect on people where instantly you just feel comfort. Like, just mm-hmm. comfort when you're around her. I think it's her aesthetic, you know. Her house no, is gorgeous on the inside. She's very good at decorating as well. I think also probably because she's an actual mum you feel very comforted, whereas I don't think I give Although, off to be fair, that. I was there before Pippa. <laughs> Pippa's a kid. <laughs> I love Pippa. We have a very 
um, understanding friendship, me and Pippa, where I'll put on Coke Melon and she'll steal my phone to watch Coke Melon. Oh. It works. It's like a business deal. I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm like, don't you laugh at me, have my phone. <laughs> but no, I definitely feel like friendships for me is different for you. Because like I say, I'm the oldest other than ancient David, who I just become a complete child around because I can. But with everyone else, yeah, I feel very much like I have to make sure you're okay and kind of take on that. I'm going to make sure you're all right and that you don't do anything that's going to hurt yourself. Because I want to make sure you're okay and that you don't regret anything. And I just, you're like my little children, the children I never wanted. <laughs> I think the most mum vibe you give me is when you check that I'm still breathing when we're at work. <laughs> <laughs> I disassociate quite a lot when I get bored or even in the middle of a sentence. It doesn't even need to be that I'm bored. It just happens. And sometimes I do it. I disassociate so hard that I just forget to breathe. <laughs> Alistair started doing it now. He'll be like, are you still with his grace? He does, doesn't he? And then I have to be like, yeah, she's just, uh, she's there. Can you not hear that distant breathing? <laughs> I know which, what, when, I'm, I know what you're doing by the pattern of your breath. <laughs> by so. the breathing. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I don't know what it is about me though, because I like to think that I'm quite an independent person. Like I take care of Carl in the sense that like, obviously last week we talked about how he gets very anxious and he can't function as an adult Mm -hmm. um but at the same time I also feel like a lot of my friends and I say a lot of my friends as if I have so many (laughs) I don't and I'm happy that way um but I do feel like like you and Debbie you kind of feel the need to take care of me but like even Alistair and Harry when we went out on Mm -hmm. Halloween it did feel like everybody was like you must protect Grace and I'm like I'm quite independent I can look after myself May I remind you of the uh, drink situation? I mean, you don't have to. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I made a lot of friends that night. I went to the you bathroom did. by myself when I was very drunk and met a cheerleader in there who pointed out that I was a hobbit and I was like, yeah. I love you. Yeah. Got rid of a spider. Yeah, you did. But obviously you made a lot of friends that day. Have you ever had any friendship breakups? Yes. Tell me about them. So one of them was at college and when I look back it kind of makes me sad but at the same time it doesn't. Mm -hmm. So I think it's sad because it was quite a sudden thing but um, I'm not very good with kids Mm -hmm. and that's not the kids fault but I'm just not very good with kids. And when we were at college um, one of my friends at the time they had a child and I can't stand the idea of babysitting somebody else's child. (laughs) And this is what I love about Debbie because she's not bothered whether or not I'm like, oh my God, Pippa's amazing, like I love you. Like she, she's not bothered by that. She would never ask me to babysit yeah. her child because she knows that it's not something that I would be comfortable with at the moment. I mean, when she's like a teenager, I'm sure we'd be besties, but until that point. When she's a teenager, I don't think she'll need babysitting. Yeah, but I still want to be friends. <laughs> she'll want to be friends with you now. She won't want to be friends with me. She'll be like, oh my God, she's the old blah. Um, but she, um, my friend at the time, she had a baby and I was quite ill. Um, and I was meant to be going and seeing her and her kid. And obviously because I had a cold and stuff, you know, the baby was only about two weeks old. Mm -hmm. Um, I said no, 
but because I'd cancelled the four, um, she kind of took it as that I didn't want anything to do with her kid. Mm -hmm. So that led to an argument which kind of ended up with me losing two of my friends because Mm -hmm. I didn't want... I didn't want to make the baby ill, to be honest, because, you know, they're very vulnerable at that age. I mean, babies are just vulnerable as it is, aren't they? (laughs) It's terrifying. I'm like, I don't know what to do. Um, but obviously I, I did have quite a bad cold. I'd cancelled my driving lesson and everything that day. Um, but it did lead to me kind of losing that friend and also the kind of third person in the trio. Um, they're still friends. I do follow one of them on Instagram and, you know, she's living a great life now. She's got her dream job, which I'm really proud of her for, Mm -hmm. but I'm kind of like proud at a distance. Yeah. Whereas... I'm not sad that we're not kind of really close anymore because obviously I've got you and I've got Debbie and we have very different friendships Mm -hmm. to what that friendship at college was because I feel like at college you're still not mature enough to kind of understand. Yeah. So it's very different. Do you think that probably you have different friendships at different points in your life in a sense that they... So you have college friends for a reason because Mm. they help you get through college and then you have... The friends that you make in your adult life because they help you get through adult life does that make sense I've never really looked at it that way but it does make sense um I think that yeah I do think that would be the case because obviously when you're at college when you're on the same course as somebody you're getting through that course with your friends whereas when you leave college you're kind of expected to go out and live your life mm-hmm and your idea of like living your life might be completely different to what their dream is. Yeah. So, yeah, that makes sense. What about you? What's your worst friendship breakup? <laughs> um, so my worst friendship breakup was probably at my old job. Um, me and this girl, she was a couple of years older than me and we were close as anything. We even lived together. Um, we went on holiday to Greece uh, we came back and my ex actually used to work at the same place as us um, and I was going for a lot at the time I really wasn't myself um, but I didn't really tell anyone mm. and one day she just stopped talking to me and it turns out that my ex had told her that I'd said some horrible things about her this, I haven't actually spoken to her about it. This is what has come from other people. Yeah. Um, because she refused to speak to me. Um, and so, yeah, she just stopped talking to me. And then there was there was three of us, again, as there are. Um, and the other girl, who I was super close to, she was the same age as me. She then just one day stopped talking to me as well. And I never got to find out what had actually been said or what had happened. Um, but I did find out that apparently the second girl um, had said that they regret not speaking to me about it and, you know, treating me the way they had. And I was so kind of upset and, you know, devastated that I would never be friends with these people again. And I just thought that, you know, if I ever saw them again, it'd be really awkward. And I saw the second girl, who'd obviously said the whole she was she wasn't happy with the way it ended yeah um, and that she wished she could speak to me I saw her actually a couple of weeks ago in the workplace and she came over and spoke to me and it wasn't awkward at all and you know I think that to me proves and reinforces the statement that some friendships are meant to be there 
just for parts of your life. And I think although friendship breakups are really hard, they do shape your life a lot more than I would say relationship breakups. Hmm. I think I think a lot of like kind of friendship breakups put your problems into perspective when you get older. Mm-hmm. So obviously I don't see you and Debbie leaving my life because obviously the friendship that we have and the friendship I have with her and hopefully I do hope that you guys will have the same kind of friendship. Mm-hmm. It's very much an understanding of adult life can be tough. Yeah. So if I cancel on you last minute and just say the reason why I can't is because I'm just, I'm I'm exhausted. I'm mm-hmm. tired. I don't want to do anything that day. Um, I know that you would be understanding and it wouldn't be a case of, oh my God, you never want to see me. You're just making excuses. Yeah. But I also, if it would be the same if you did that to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, and obviously if Debbie did that, it would be the exact same. Um, and I think it's because... At, when you get older, your friendships are built more on understanding and less on convenience mm-hmm. because you do get quite picky with your friends as you get older, especially when kind of like social media and like reality TV shows are a lot more widespread nowadays. People are more understanding of what like toxic friendships can look like. So I do feel like people are quite picky now when they make friends, which isn't necessarily a bad thing. No. Question. Do you have any friends from your childhood still? Um, I mean, I think because I have to think about it, I would probably say no. <laughs> um, it's difficult because, like, I moved. Oh, I didn't move a lot. I moved a lot when I was in the younger years, but mm. no, I don't. I don't really have any friends from school. Mm. I've got a friend from college, but that's very much kind of a. We talk maybe once a year. Yeah. Obviously, I met Carl at college and we were friends before we got together. So I would still say. Yeah. But other than that, no. Why do you... I mean, I know you've got Siobhan. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I've got Siobhan, who I've known 20 plus years now. We've known each other since we were young, young. And obviously, we still meet up. You've met Siobhan. Yeah. She's coming on holiday with us two next year. It's very, you know, I still contact her, but we're, and obviously I do also have a friend called Terry, um, who I've known since I think I was 11 or 12. Um, A fun fact, we actually dated in 2011 for a week, (laughs) the entire week I was in Spain, and then I finished with Mobitech. Sorry, Terry. Sorry, Terrence. Sorry, (laughs) Terrence. Um, it's not for me. But I think that brings me on to my next point. What do you think about low maintenance friends? Because... Siobhan and Terry, for me, are very low maintenance. I cannot speak to Terry for months and he'll, we'll, we'll still send TikToks or stuff, but then we'll, when we see each other or when we talk, we'll, you know, we'll speak. And yeah. same with Siobhan, we will, we'll send massive messages. You've seen them and then we'll message in between and then we'll be like, right, I'm going to respond. And it's been a month later. Yeah, I actually respond to the original message. Yeah. Um, and then I guess my other two kind of long distance friends, that I've got the communication with is obviously Esther. Yeah. Um, who I see once a year. She's we... lovely. Oh, I love Esther. She's so... She's very easy to get on with. She's an absolute diamond. I think it's because she's genuine. She is. Like, she's not one of those people where you're like, oh, you you know, are they just being nice? Like, she is genuinely yeah, a lovely person. Yeah, she's just nice. But... And then other than that is Abby. 
who obviously I used to speak to every single day. Yeah. Um, and then we grew a little bit separate. But, you know, if Abby pops up now, I think we both appreciate that we are we do have lives. I mean, she's in well, what looks like a really happy relationship now. I'm yeah. so happy for her. But we we have that friendship where we don't need to speak to each other consistently. But then at the same time, she was the first person to pop up and say that she listened to the first episode. Which exactly. Was really, really sweet. Exactly. Um, and then followed us on everything. Shout out to um, Abby, a true <laughs> absolute diamond. And then, yeah, so I think obviously, so I've got you and Debbie, I've got Alistair. Um, we've both got Alistair, to be fair. But it's one of those where I don't need a big circle of friends because mm-hmm. the more friends I have, the more kind of pressure I feel like I've got a lot of people that I'm friendly with Mm -hmm. but I wouldn't necessarily call them friends they're like Carl's friends or um you know they're like my brother's friends or they're like your friends yeah I just know them um but I'm quite a low maintenance person myself so I think the only person I speak to every day is literally you or Carl and most of the time the reason why we're speaking is because we're at work yeah but me and Debbie can go weeks, months without talking, but then I'll just randomly pop up and be like, can you check my Spanish um, for my <laughs> degree? Um, or it'll be like, we'll send each other a TikTok. Yeah. I kind of like that, though. Yeah, I think it makes life a lot easier to maintain because, you know, you get older, your life gets busy, you're expected to do all of these things, and the last thing you need is people pressuring you Um to be like, oh, why won't you come out? Why won't you message me? Oh, it's been five hours. How mm-hmm. dare you? And it's like, I appreciate the fact that I could message you hours later and I look like you'll apologize for the delay or I'll apologize for the delay. And it's like, why apologize? And you've got a life to live. Mm. Do you know someone who is an absolute doll at not getting mad if you don't respond or not getting mad to your face anyway <laughs> is Duddles? he will literally like spam you with messages and it would give me massive paragraphs getting on about different subjects and you could not respond to ours and then just respond and he is so kind in a sense that he'll just be like that's okay that's not how Duddle speaks just (laughs) I'm sorry I'm not getting another controversy about how someone speaks and my impressions of them but yeah he he's one of those people that low maintenance friend and I need more of that in my life (laughs) if I didn't respond don't take it as like personal Mm. it's just because sometimes I enjoy having my own time to myself and sometimes I don't want to talk to people all the time or likewise I'll get really deep into a Netflix series and the thought of having to come off of that series to respond to a message so me and Carl have a 30 minute rule Mm -hmm. um because the reason we brought this rule into place is that he would play his game for hours and he would get so deeply engrossed in the game that he would just kind of forget about my existence <laughs> so if he's playing a game we've got a 30 minute rule okay so and he has to reply the... in 30 minutes yeah if he's playing a game mm-hmm. but i think the key that somebody said about communication if he's not playing a game but he's going to be busy to so say for example he's doing something with the car or he's like he's helping like his dad out with something he can go it will be slow replies, I'm doing this, this and this. And I'm like, that's cool. As long as I know that he's safe, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Same with you, obviously, we don't have a 30-minute rule. But <laughs> um, I might reply to your messages quite quickly or they might be really slow. It just kind of depends on what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't mind if someone doesn't respond for ages. As long as they, I mean, like, most of the time people will just be like, oh, I'm really sorry, I'm busy. And I'm like, yeah, it's cool. 
Yeah, that's fine. Like, you're allowed yeah. to be busy. <laughs> We're adults now, and I think that's the difference. And some people don't understand that. Like, do you know what I really hate? You know, when you see those pictures on social media and it's all those things saying that it takes two minutes to send a text. It takes this, like, you can't be too busy if you really want to talk to a person, you won't be busy. No, you know, we haven't always had technology to talk to people. Can you remember, like, when you were younger and you'd go on MSN and you would speak for a couple of hours and then you'd log off and you wouldn't speak to them? I didn't have MSN. What? (laughs) I... By the time I was kind of allowed, like, my own computer and stuff, MSN was already, like, out of it. Like, it wasn't as popular. So I had BBM. BBM? You know, the BlackBerry Messenger. I didn't have that, but yeah, I did know that. Yeah. I was a HTC girl. (laughs) (laughs) My BlackBerry was the first, like, cool phone I got, and I would just be like, I can type without looking at the keyboard. Did you ever have the one that slid up, and then it still had the buttons, and you had to do predictive text? I hated predictive text. <gasps> I didn't have that phone, but the first phone I had was a touchscreen, and I thought it was amazing. But it was like one of those really cheap touchscreens, and on the actual cam, uh, not the camera, on the screen itself, the keyboard would be like one where you have to press it three times to get the letter C. Don't look at me. So like you that. didn't have the <laughs> bit of a tangent. Don't look at me like that. But I'm having a breakdown <laughs> internally. So you didn't have the phone where you slid it up, and it would be like a hard keyboard here. And then... No, but have... I had the LG cookie that would turn to the side and you'd slide it up. I thought I was amazing. I'd pretend I was a spy. Did you ever have the old Nokia? Yes. Okay, so you did have buttons where they were all on the same button and you had to press, like, three one. times. No, it'd be two or three times to get a C, isn't yeah. it? No, so it's three times to get C and then it would be four times Yeah, no, to no, as in button two. Button two. Was it letter one? Button one. No, so it would whatever what it was, you pressed it three times. I'm gonna Google it now. It would be number one, yeah. Oh, (laughs) pictures of old Nokia keyboard. Can't believe you didn't have MSN. Still not over that. Oh, what? No, yeah, it was two. It was two. I knew it wasn't one. It was two. Oh, no, because one had the um, hashtags. Well. Two. No, no it, it didn't. didn't. No, because that was nine. Had the hashtag. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wait, no, it wasn't. It was one under nine. One has like the little voicemail message thing. Like that little. That. That's simple. Oh, it's not on there. <laughs> Basically, it was two. Moral of the story, it was two. Speaking of phones, did you ever click the internet on your first phone and then have like a massive breakdown? Yeah, and you were like, ah. to quickly go off and like. <gasps> Or like press and record next to the radio when you wanted a song and you'd be like, Yes, yeah. <laughs> what was the um, not Bluetooth but the other one? I've read something, I want to say. And you try and Bluetooth, you're looking <laughs> at me like I'm talking a foreign language. You try and Bluetooth a song over, but it wouldn't work, and you'd be like, Okay, try it on this instead. And you'd have to like Bluetooth over one song at a time. I remember doing that on the school bus. I just remember thinking that we were living in such a technologically advanced age. Yeah. That was a really difficult word to say. Um, and then you think about it now and you go, compared to the phone that I've got now. <laughs> <laughs> that phone wasn't anything. Oh my God. I like, my phone is everything. Like it does everything I needed to do. Um, and it's huge as well. Like it doesn't need to be that big, but. It just is. Do you know, I have a better phone now, 
But less friends to talk to on it. Literally. <laughs> I've got about 20 contacts and half of them are work-related and the other half are family. Yeah, I... <laughs> I'm lonely, but I'm not. That's the thing. You can be alone, but not lonely. Exactly. Anyway, we went way off the didn't we? <laughs> anyway. What was the question? Um... Yeah, so what was the question since we went way off topic? The question was, or the next question for segment three, because mm-hmm. apparently we just did segment one and two together, <laughs> um, is how that's changed from when we were younger. So how your friendship and like outlook on friends has changed. Mm, for me personally, I would say that I don't need... I don't need many friends anymore. When I was younger, I used to be really extroverted and wanted to make friends all the time and, Mm. you know, look for new people and new experience. Now, don't get me wrong, if someone wants to be my friend, I'm more than happy, but I don't... If I was to keep the friends that I've got now for the rest of my life, I would live a satisfied life. Like, I would be happy. Would be satisfied. I would be satisfied. But it's... And another thing, like, you know when you go to school and things like that, you just think... And my dad actually says this to my sister all the time, which I now I get, but when I was younger, I'd be like, oh my gosh, you you're so wrong. Forever. You don't even know what you're talking about. And I used to be friends all the time. <laughs> uh, go through, sorry. Like my sister does now. Um, and he, obviously when you go to school, you're like, it's all about making friends and those social yeah. connections. And he always used to say when we would be going through friends, and obviously my sister is um, 13 in January, so she's at that stage now where she's going through friends all the time, um, but then forming those close friendships. And he always says, you don't go to school to make friends, you go to school to knuckle down and work hard. Now that I'm older, obviously I completely understand that and I stand by that. Mm. But when you're younger, you that's all that you think about is just making friends. And I think he has got a point. Like, making friends is a bonus, don't get me wrong. But it's not the be all end all weirdly that's what my parents used to say Mm. which is true and you know the worst part is I think about it now like I went to an all-girls school um and the amount of petty arguments that I used to have and it would be the end of the world at the time and I look back on it and I just think it's amazing how (laughs) much kind of life changes in the sense that it's like I don't have time for that anymore mm. like I can't argue with you <laughs> because it's the same reason why I can't argue with Debbie it, you, we could have a really intense conversation and then one of us would say a word wrong yeah and that's it end of argument and that infuriates me if it's an argument with somebody that I'm not close with because I'm like don't you make fun of the fact that I can't say the word in, comp- in compopulated mm. discompopulated what <laughs> I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> I didn't even. Oh uh-huh, yeah, it's that good word. Copy. <laughs> <laughs> but like, or like, I can't say the word infuriating or something like that, and I'll be describing something that makes me feel that way, and I'll say the word wrong. And if it was like you or Debbie or Carl or even Alistair, because Alistair still makes fun of me because I said bed tundi, didn't I? Yeah. And he's like oh, bed tundi, bed tundi, crime. <laughs> like that for me proves how low maintenance my friends are in that sense whereas when I was at school you would have these really pathetic they were pathetic arguments 
Like, I remember one time I fell out with a girl because I got her all these Christmas presents and she got me loads of Christmas presents. But because I didn't say thank you enough, she fell out with me. <laughs> that argument lasted four weeks. I don't have time for that now. Mm. But that's, I think, you know, I've been the toxic friend before because yeah. I've been trying to impress people that I thought I wanted to be friends with. And I think when I was at school, I didn't appreciate it now. Um, I didn't appreciate it now. I didn't appreciate it then. I do appreciate it now. Yeah. Is my mum would be like, how would you feel if someone acted that way to you? Would you still want to be friends with them if you saw that? Yeah. No, that makes sense. Devil's advocate, that's what she likes playing. I love that phrase. (laughs) (laughs) She's always, I'll say something and she goes, devil's advocate. And now I say it to her and she looks at me and I'm like, I'm your daughter. (laughs) 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 No, I think my, I don't have time to argue either. My last argument was actually this year and that lasted two weeks. Nothing to do with me. Um, It just lasted two weeks. Mm -hmm. And for me, once I've said my piece, whatever let's go to the pub let's go for a coffee you know I whatever I'm not phased but I think that's because like you I don't have time with that like I know it's so cliche but life is short Mm. and I don't have time to be feeling awkward around someone or to be unintentionally making someone feel awkward around me because we've fallen out over something stupid like, if I do something that you don't like, just tell me. Because I'm more than happy to tell you. Not yeah. you personally. I mean, I would tell you. But you know what I mean. I'm I mean, more than happy yeah. to <laughs> enlighten someone if they're annoying me or if they're doing something. do it in a horrible way. And that's what I think is important. I think friendships, when you grow up, your friendship should grow with you. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like sometimes if you're friends with people who aren't ready to grow with you, that can hold you back and I do think you end up turning quite immature yeah um because you kind of stoop down to that level which is why I think it's important to be picky with your friendships Mm -hmm. because your friendships do kind of shape who you are as a person I am a big believer in the fact that family and friends do have a massive impact on you yeah and you'll find that you can have the nicest person in the world when you're alone with that person but the second they get in their friend group they turn into some I'm so sorry, I hiccuped. Something completely different. Yeah. So I do think your friendships need to grow with you and communication is a big part of that. Yeah. No, I agree with that. Communication is key. I always hated that phrase, but it's true. (laughs) It's got a point. Good point. It's very true. Um, But I also think as well, sometimes it's quite difficult to know when the friendship has run its course Mm -hmm. I do think because I can tell you with like people that you're friends with if I saw it from the outside and you know that I have Mm -hmm. um because I did it for the relationships and stuff like it's it's difficult conversations to have but I do think that when the friendship does run its course and you realize that you're having more negative times than positive or you're having more arguments, or you're feeling awkward, like you can't be yourself, or like, a good example is you feel like you are walking on eggshells around these people. Yes. Because anything you say, even if it's meant as a joke, can trigger them, but then they would say the same to you as Mm -hmm. a joke and find it hilarious. 
like you know they could say you're setting off my anxieties or something like that um but they could say something to you and comment on something that you're really insecure about and just Mm -hmm. brush it off as something funny yeah when you have to like watch what you're saying and obviously I don't mean like me and Grace for example we insult each other all the time but in a loving way yeah it's not like (laughs) you're this it's you know it's joking and it's sarcastic and we know that neither of us mean it but I would never pick on one of her insecurities and that's what we mean where we say you know something the example that Grace was just using if you say something that that person if you're watching what you're saying I don't know what I'm trying to say to you but basically if you're watching what you're saying too much that's when there's an issue and that's when the issue especially when they're not um what's the word reciprocating yeah um so for example for me my body image is something that I'm quite insecure about I go from going yeah I'm chunky but I like it to oh my god I must starve myself for a week Mm. um or just, you know, feeling insecure because I'm taller than, like, all of my friends. Except Alistair. But everybody else I'm taller than. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, that was kind of a big thing growing up because I was always the tallest. Mm-hmm. So everybody else was like, you know, the word is petite and I hate seeing it on, like, clothing websites and stuff. Yeah. Because it just makes me feel very insecure. It doesn't make me feel very feminine, which is a very stupid thing. But I know that you would never... If I was kind of having one of those down moods, you wouldn't try and cheer me up by insulting me that way. No. I think the same way, like, picking on fears is a big thing as well that I find. Mm -hmm. And I know that there's a line that I can say. I don't even need to say it. I think you just know where the line is. Yeah. But when they step over the line too often... And for me, a big red flag in friendships is when they step over the line, but they don't acknowledge the fact that they've made the mistake. Yeah. I think, yeah, definitely you need to acknowledge. But I think, again, that's part of growing up and mature friendships is you acknowledge what you've done, you apologise for it and you move on. And you don't do it again. That's Mm -hmm. the big thing. But yeah, that's what I would say definitely Mm. for friendships. Um, Just an FYI, guys, if you actually listened to the episode last week, um, Alistair has finally responded. He has finally responded. He responded quite quickly. We've just kept it for a week. Yeah. So um, I'll play it. <laughs> Let me just re-ask the question. So the question was, um, it wasn't what is your perfect relationship. That was last week's question. No. But what was the question? I think before? I asked him something like, how would you describe a relationship in one word? Mm-hmm. Now, we might need to bleep this out. Okay. <laughs> depending on what he says. And why I say we, I might need to bleep this out. Yeah, Amy does the editing just like she does the intros. <laughs> so I might have a full-on breakdown trying to edit this out. Or if Alistair says I can't use this. But if we can, this is what Alistair has said. My past relationships, in one word. Um, psychopathic. <laughs> My past relationships. <laughs> At least you don't have to bleep out. Don't so, have to bleep that out. In case you didn't hear it, he said my past relationships in one word would be psychopathic. And from knowing Alistair for a while now, um, we can both agree that that is true. Um, he's got a type. He does. He has a type. Crazy people. <laughs> <laughs> um, what was the phrase he used? Women who could hurt him. Yeah, he really <laughs> does like that. 
Um, which is weird because Alice, Alice is like six foot something. Yeah, he's huge. He's built like an outhouse. He's a giant. Um, he's a gentle giant. He's a gentle giant. But it's so funny when you hear him go, I like a woman who could hurt me. Yeah. You go, you right there. Alice. Do you know what's even worse is he likes... So what he described to me is he likes little women, <laughs> alternative women, and women that can hurt him, all rolled up into one. Now, I'm not being funny. You've seen him. That's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> Alistair, your type is a red flag. <laughs> Alistair, you ain't going to find someone like that, I'm afraid. Not a long-term one, no. No, maybe a short-term one. Very short-term. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> enough roasting, Alistair. Um, what's the question for this week? I've not thought of it yet. Oh, still thought of it. Still, um, la friendship, la la la, la. friendship. Um, okay, so I've thought of it. Last okay. minute, boom. Um, do you agree that there are different friendships for different stages in life? And if you do, why? Alright, let me just write that down. Yeah, you see. Let me write it down. Write it down. Go on, write it down. Do you agree? Do you agree? Different. She's writing it down. Let me sing the friendship song again. La da da friendship. La da 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 do. Okay, I've written it down. You never guessed that I went to music school with that. I thought you went to art college, right? Do you mean performing arts? No, I don't know what I mean. I don't listen to you. You've seen Mastic Men. I draw. I'm going to do you custom dot minds for your birthday. Christmas. For Christmas. <laughs> for Jesus's birthday. My birthday is already coming on. <laughs> no, but I do have the great selfie for you for your birthday on Facebook. The same way I've got Carl's. Carl's photo is going to be that one that I sent you last night when he was cleaning my windscreen. Oh, and he had the crazy, crazy eyes. eyes. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, we're not going to deep dive into that because we'll be talking too long and then mm-hmm. they will not want to listen to us and we'll be sad. 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 Still don't have an outro. So what's the question again? Do you agree that there are different friendships for different stages in life and why? Yeah. So if you want to give us your answers, don't forget you can follow us on Instagram and TikTok at IADHFH Podcasts or you can send us an email at I... I need the thing. IADHFH Podcasts at Outlook.com. I remembered it. Yeah. <laughs> And don't forget to follow us on Spotify. Bye. Bye.